Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at dvcresalemarket.com. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dudes Podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans! I'm Annie Clark, and I'll be your host tonight for another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. With me from our fantastical array of rotating commentators, we have Joe from Washington, D.C. Joe, how are you? Well, you can't say my last name, Annie. I was just going to say, she <laughs> can't say it either. You know, it took I, me weeks. I always, I always ditch it at the last minute. That's it's all right. Quattro Very good. Perfect. Wow. Annie, how I just, are you tonight? I just biff it, you know, like when you get to the edge of the diving board and then just jump. You like did. Do a little jump. She did figured real, it out did real than good. I did. Real good. Yeah, I know, Dave, you were awful. I had to, like, put a whole load of marbles in my mouth before I was able to say it. <laughs> I've been, I, I knew I could do it. It's just, you know, I just did it. But Proud anyway. of you. I could have learned it Thanks. earlier. I just didn't want to. <laughs> Ooh. Well, on that note, <laughs> from beautiful Orlando, Florida, we have Dave. Debbie was sick, so the union sent me. Are Dave, are you? Dave? I'm sorry. Gosh, I'm doing good. I'm doing very good, actually. <laughs> Dave, are you really in Orlando? Or are you like in Kissimmee? Or actually, I am in or I am in the unincorporated part of Orange Orlando. County. 
Well, You're unincorporated my, Orange County. So my yeah. a, my a, my address does say actually Orlando in it, so. But See, I, uh, knew that. I look up everyone's satellite positions before we begin. Let me put it to you this way: if you put my zip code in, it says Lake Buena Vista, so I technically live in Disney World. Mm, in the LBB. Wow, well, let's, let's, let's let's not push it there, buddy. And <laughs> actually, well, let me put it to you this way: as well, I'm a character, so hey. But uh, that's another story for another time. Uh, with that said, uh, the reason why apparently I'm in the unincorporated part of Orlando is because. My area does not have uh, Orlando police. They have a sheriff. Yes, it's, it's unincorporated Orange County is okay. where you're at. Interesting. Yeah, because I'm actually an unincorporated uh, uh, Volusia County. So even though I have an Ormond Beach address, when I call the police, I call the sheriff's office. It's a little different than where we are or where we're from, Dave, put it that way. Yeah, I don't, sh- get, I don't get how uh, – you see, it's a very foreign concept to me because Orange County – Inside Orange County is the city of Orlando, whereas New York City was made up of five different counties. Kings, Queens, Manhattan, uh, Richmond. B- Richmond, and whatever the Bronx is. It's uh, Bronx County. It is Bronx County? Yeah, whatever. I think it's Bronx County. Yeah, so the fact that my city had five different counties and now I'm in a technically in a city that's not even encompassing the entire county, it's kind of a foreign concept to me. And just for everybody to know, the best county in New York is Queens County. So, actually, I would go with I would go with Brooklyn. Well, I said my family's from. Uh, well, I'd be Kings I would go County, with Kings but, County. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, but you know, I'm a Mets fan, and so I go. And I worked with a lot of the guys in Queens County. So, honestly, was... I'm all for giving uh, Flushing to Brooklyn because I don't want it in my county. Okay. Anyway, Annie, sorry we're hijacking the show on you. So. No, no, by all means. We're talking about use, county use, useless county talk here. So anyway. Well, what do you think of Flushing New York? I think it's a great to. idea. <laughs> well, should we talk about some Disney? What do you think? Yes, yes, we should. Okay. Yeah, so we should. Because okay. Dave hasn't Everyone's had enough the last week. Got their county talk out. <laughs> I'm actually on a Disney diet at the moment because... I love all my friends, I love all my family, but I spent every day for about a week and a half in the parks because I had my parents and friends in there, and I live right outside it, I love it, I moved down here to be close to it as part of it, but honestly, I haven't I haven't been in since, uh, I think Wednesday of last week, no, actually no, it would have been Thursday because my parents left that day, so I haven't been in disney on, on since thursday and honestly i just need the break now annie you, you, like i met dave down in epcot for the last illuminations reflections of earth and when i first saw him he was stressed too like you could not believe <laughs> like he was <laughs> i can't well, even remember. that's what i'm gonna say it's pretty reasonable to burn out on it because i mean it's pretty like stimulating you know what i mean <laughs> Well, I think he was just stressed from holding this. Either he had to go to the bathroom because he was holding the <laughs> spot for about three hours before I showed up. But he was holding the spot for myself, Jen, his parents, a bunch of other people. Like he was, I give credit, Dave credit. He was holding down his spot for illuminations. I figured and I one, live here now, so let everybody else who's a tourist go out and do their thing. And I'll just, I bought a whole bunch of papers and was sitting on the floor grading papers. Well, once everybody did show up, Dave like did a 180, and he was super excited for the last showing before he even got started getting rained on. But it was kind of funny to watch Dave a little stressed out. 
Well, I'm glad you enjoyed his distress. I will say one thing. The stress was not burning out on Disney. I, I love my Disney. I'm not burnt out on it. It was just as well, much as... Burnt, okay, maybe that's a strong word, but you know what I mean. Needing a break. You, you know what it is, I think? I think it was just professionally this week there was a lot of things going on at, at work. It's the end it's the end of the term. I have to do a lot of I have to get my grades in it. It just was everything happened. It was the perfect storm of busyness happening when there were weeks where I had nothing to do where it would have worked out perfectly. This was just when I had to get everything else done and at the same time entertain. So I'm not complain I'm not complaining yes. because no, perfectly I love reasonable. to have people I love to have people and everything. It was just I had to learn how to manage my time and with that it was getting me a little bit stressed. It's a good problem to have, yes, really. Yes, most def- <laughs> most definitely. I am very thankful for this problem. I like I said, I uh, I signed up for this problem. So it is a very very good problem. But now I'm learning how to just strike the balance. I was invited to uh, meet up with some local friends in uh, one of the parks tonight and I'm like, yeah, guys, as much as I, I love it, I'm just going to stay home today and just kind of just chill and just, I haven't taken a nap in months. And I literally came home today and just collapsed on my bed for a few hours and just took a nap. Well, good. I'm glad you got some rest. <laughs> but on that note, since we brought up reflections, should we start talking about uh, Epcot Forever? Sure. Yeah. Well, Dave, you were you were there, and me and Annie watched it via uh, D- uh, Annie. I watched it via the official Disney Parks uh, stream. How did you watch it? I I can't remember. It was something on YouTube streaming on my the, television set. One of the hundred people live streaming at the same time. Yes, I sat cross-legged right in front of my television screen. You mean crisscross applesauce? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um. But no, and that's a perfectly legitimate way to view a fireworks show. Period. I'll give it to you. All right, so Dave, what did you, not not to hijack the show from Annie, but Dave, what did you think? Since uh, (laughs) we're so anxious to see what your first person was. No, you're fine. I just think somebody was talking some business about uh, illegitimate means of viewing fireworks shows before the show started now all of a sudden you shut up about it that's true yeah Uh (laughs) what did you think dave i loved it okay uh as i know that the teacher knew dave would want maybe a little more of an explanation uh do you want to elaborate (laughs) on that a little bit well pull it out of me 300 words or less you know maybe why did you like epcot forever okay i liked epcot forever because it is a subtle transitional show i wasn't expecting much i didn't get much i got something that will whet my appetite for what's to come and at the same time it was impressive i'm going to say that while illuminations is a is obviously so much more dramatic what i loved about epcot forever was the quality of the actual fireworks and the explosions they actually pulled they actually pulled their a game when it came to the amount of fireworks that they use the sequences all of that i am very impressed with now i love it for what it is a transitional show is it the best out there 
no, there are many things that are wrong with it that I would have gone a different route. I have some issues. I know you guys have some issues, so I want to hear your issues. And as you bring them up, if you hit on any of mine, I'm going to uh, elaborate then. Well, I really had one main gripe, so let me get my one main gripe out, and then I'll let you go. Too. Okay. <laughs> so well, it my... is your show, Annie, so you can say as much as you'd like. Right. Well, then I will elaborate on my gripes. Anyway, my one gripe was the was the kids singing the lines and the kids, uh, you know, just the use of the children's voices was so... Because the thing that gets me with the nostalgia is hearing that, you know, when, at the beginning of the Beauty and the Beast trailer when they play the music or something. So when you're when you're taking that and instead you're re-recording it with like some children, it doesn't make me feel nostalgic because I don't hear Dreamfinder's voice. I hear some kids saying like one little spark. I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. It really disappointed me actually because I was expecting to... I wasn't expecting it to be mind-blowing but I was at least expecting to enjoy it on some level. I was kind of like that just totally ruined it for me, the kid thing. I don't, I don't know. I wanted some familiar sounds and sound bites and i didn't really feel like i got that so anyway all I, right joe i, I completely 100 percent agree <laughs> with you such on a that strange decision i don't know why they did that so yeah i completely agree with you i was just like what is this okay it's yeah not even children who are nostalgic for epcot so it doesn't really even make any sense to use children singing it i don't know very strange yeah i, I will i will agree with dave that the pyrotechnics definitely looked um more refreshed. They looked a lot faster. Um, like the timing of the pyrotechnics going off, it felt uh, more modern. That's the word, modern and more quick. Not really, my adjectives aren't very good tonight, but that felt better. And I thought the finale was fantastic, but I was disappointed. Like I, I agree with you with the music. Um, the kites, I was actually distracted. I was actually watching the jet skis in the water, trying to see if I could see the guy riding. You're jumping <laughs> the gun, my man. What, what am I jumping the gun on? Get, it's, it's... We're talking about the children now. We'll get to <laughs> no, the no, kites I'm, afterwards. I'm, no, I'm I'm just getting it all no, out. No, 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 no. I no. We need to paste it. We need to paste the show, my friend. We need a <laughs> half-hour show. We're not even in 15 minutes yet. You Listen, need to. We've pace. got a lot to talk about, Dave. We could talk about Galaxy's Edge. We could no, talk no, about no, the no, skyliner not working. We've talked about all what? that. We've talked about that. A blue streak at this point. We're staying on this show for a minute because I have something to say about this topic and. The topic you guys again, are talking so, about. All right, Dave. Okay, you... yeah, go ahead, Dave. Say what you want. No, finish, finish it. Nope, nope, go ahead. I 100% agree with you on on the children issue. Hey, I cannot, look at that. We can all come together. I could not stand it. Now, here's the thing. I have no, I have no emotional attachment to Epcot. I didn't start going to Disney World until 2010. I did not grow up with with Disney in that way. I don't have the nostalgia. I wish I saw Kitchen Cabaret. I've heard the music all the time because I was listening to uh, Magical Mouse Radio for all those and uh, all the other ones, Decod and all that. And, you know, every now and then it comes on. I I know them all by heart and everything, but I never actually experienced uh, Horizons or Kitchen Cabaret or any of that stuff. It was nice to hear the music, but the whole idea—I can see maybe—I can see maybe one or two verses of children in there, fine, 
but the whole st story being narrated by children, I just that was a turnoff for me. It just it just did not it, it just did not work for me in, in terms of that. That's one of the things that I would say. It's a nice interim show, not perfect. That's one of the things that I would say, you know, that's what they need to really change. Well, good. We should all write a letter together then, say we all agree. After we write a letter, after we write a letter about keeping the, the Muppets. Yes, that also. I never got to see the Ding Dang Muppet show, Muppet history, whatever, but anyway. Um, all right, Joe, what else did you think about? Epcot forever. I don't know. I'm kind of afraid to describe the rest of the show. I don't want Dave to yell at me. Uh, as somebody who did see, I want to add this, as somebody who's been going to Epcot since 1984, 85, my first trip, I remember World of Motion. I remember uh, Horizons and, and Universe, the original Universe of Energy before Ellen and, you know, the original Living Seas, like, that came a little bit later on. Like, I wanted that music from those. I wanted that original score. I never got it. I was expecting... The entrance music, like, I know that they had the entrance music from, like, the original 82 opening, but, like, I'm talking about the music from, like, when you're walking around, like, Future World right now. Like, I wanted that in show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted, like, the, there was, it just, oh, it just didn't have, like, what I was expecting. And I agree with you, Dave. It's an interim show. And you know what? If this was, and I've heard this on other podcasts, and I 100% agree with these other podcasts, if this was the permanent show, <laughs> we would revolts. not. Oh, it would not be good, my no, friend. It would not, not be good. No. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I almost wish they would have like just like almost like they upgraded Soren. Why couldn't they just upgraded Illuminations? Like, just make a little tweak on it here and there. But it's not coming back. It is what it is. It's gone. Um, but as for the rest of it, I don't know if I'm fast enough. Like I said before, I was distracted by the kites a little bit. I guess I wasn't used to it. I think it was cool. It was different. It was better. Than I thought it was going to be. Now, granted, I was watching it on television, not seeing it in person, but like I was watching the little jet skis uh, <laughs> while I was watching it on television. But um, I don't know. I thought the finale was good. Not to fast forward too uh, far, but the, I thought the pyrotechnics at the end were really good. You know, everybody has a problem with the whole new world. <laughs> you know, everybody, that was strange too. everybody says that that's like uh, Disney saying, yeah, we're bringing IPs to the park. It's probably true. Uh, I've heard Len Testa and some other people on their show say that. And I'm like, well, I, I take their word for it. So uh, that was kind of random. But um, yeah, Dave, I'm really glad we saw the last Illuminations in person. So I don't know. I Put it this way. I, I made a special trip down to Disney for the last Illuminations. I would not make a special trip to go see this show. Even if I never saw it, I would have no inkling to go do it. Now, granted, maybe I have I a... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's my Jen was just down there this past weekend. She didn't even go see it with her sister. She's like, she goes, yeah, I really no interest to go seeing it. <laughs> so, I mean, she was at Epcot and she they didn't even stay for it. They just they went on the bus back to uh, Port Orleans. So I couldn't help but wonder if the kites, they reminded me a lot of the like glow in the dark black light kind of stingrays from Moana and I couldn't help but cynically wonder if they're just going to be part of like a future Moana show when this is over that's, recycled that's a possibility they look a lot like the stingray things okay. to me but may, may I say one thing on the kites I 
because yes. I was there live, I wasn't watching. Uh, I wasn't watching it on the uh, Parks blog or anything. But um, honestly, the kites in real life, as far as when you're right on the lagoon and you're watching them zip around, and then all of a sudden they start uh, Roman candling. It is kind of spectacular. It is one of those things you're watching it and you're like, "Ooh, look at that!" It is, it is very pleasing to the eye as far as if you're watching it live. Yeah, I find that that, that it's cooler in person for sure. Annie, do you do you think that as we're the three of us are discussing this, do you think that it's the music that we the score that we don't like that is tarnishing a lot of our opinions on it? Uh, yeah, I think that's part of it because I just think I, I didn't have high expectations, but I at least expected to be like to connect with the the music, you know, and it just mm-hmm. wasn't there. Because when, I, I get where you're coming from, but when you really just look at the pyrotechnics and everything, they actually pull out all the stops. There's They spend a good amount of money every night on those it's not just like uh yeah but this is epcot forever it's supposed to be epcot forever it's supposed to be our nostalgic fan service fireworks show i i i get that but what i'm what, what i'm saying is the actual in terms of the quality of the fireworks the actual just pyro itself it's actually it's actually like there's a lot of explosions that they, they, they drop out a lot of color a lot of a lot of fancy fireworks it's not like Star Wars Galactic Spectacular, where all they're using is rockets and a couple of uh, of uh, heat uh, heat balls at the fireballs at the end. They're actually they're actually putting on the same. It looks like the, I wouldn't be surprised if they pack more fireworks into this show than they do in like Happily Ever After. Well, what I did like too, Dave, is um, they still lit up the countries. Yeah. So I saw that. That was kind of cool. So at least like. They kept that, but I would agree. I think the pyrotechnics, like I said before, definitely looked fresher, faster. Um, but yeah, you could for sure tell a difference. Oh yeah, like the timings was a lot faster between launches. I would, I guess, I don't even know how you would even describe that, but ignition between. <laughs> different... Sounds legit. Launch. Yeah. Launch. But ignition. I don't know. It was it was okay. I mean, I, I guess we get, sat. I did get chicken skin during the whole. Uh... Tapestry of Nations part. Now, again, I never saw the parade, but I have grown to love the music. And that part, the part of the whole uh, Tapestry of Nations just gave me this huge childlike grin on my face. It's because you just saw Illumination. (laughs) All right. Well, anyone have any last thoughts on Epcot Forever? Yes. The merchandise is awesome. So I give them credit for that. They did a great job on the merch they're selling. Uh, I know how salty people are that they're selling the like D23 merchandise there. Like all the stuff that they were selling at D23 that was like exclusive. exclusive. Mm -hmm. It's just (laughs) there for sale. I've kind of learned that. Are we talking um, about uh, uh, people being salty or Jeff being salty? Um, all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just I think it's kind of funny. I don't know. I guess it makes sense. I don't know why they would do that, but anyway, I don't know why they do a lot of things like that. 
but yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I would love, I really love the holographic like ears and jacket. May I add something? Yes. I have no problem with the Aladdin part. Again, it's trying to show what's going into the future. There is going to be a show with Disney music in it. Uh, Epcot is going to be a whole new world than it is now when you go and look at that beautiful model that they have. So I have absolutely no problem with a whole new world in that show. And on top of that, Aladdin does have something to do with Epcot, so it works. Oh, you're talking about the... Um, I heard that on one of the podcasts. Um, Some it's kind a, of video game thing, right? It's a, it's a stretch. It's a real big stretch. I wasn't saying about the video game. Well, what are you talking about? Aladdin then? has a meet and greet in Morocco, so he's part of Epcot. Oh, God. It's like... A show? The show is Epcot forever. Why can't they just let it be just... Epcot forever. Instead it is. Being like, mm, Let me tell it you, ruin it. He's he is part of Epcot. He's he's a regular he's a regular appearance in Epcot. You go to Epcot, you can meet Aladdin. So, right there, you have your connection. You have a you have a character meet and greet. So it's part of it. Is he dressed like the? That's the first thing I think of, Dave, is Aladdin when I think of Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> Coming yeah. from the guy whose Twitter name is Figment's Reality. <laughs> be ashamed of yourself, sir. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for IPs in the park. Make it all IP because you know what? That's oh, what people God. know. Hold on. People want originality. Just, man. If no, you're making no. an Epcot show just for fans, just to have a little goodbye show, just like leave it. And it's so like clunky. I don't know. Mm-mm. You see, I don't think they're just making it for fans. I think they're making it for everyone. Yeah, let's, Ep- let's, this Epcot Forever show, nobody cares about this. Dave, let, let, let's let's turn let's turn Epcot into a giant galaxy's edge. It's all IP and see how it turns out. Why run, not? You could, you could th- shoot a cannon down Galaxy's Edge. It's that no. popular. Not Galaxy's Edge, but what? But why not make all of Epcot IP at this point? Let me ask you. So, real quick, just opinion. Some of Disney's most famous and beloved attractions are all original ideas. But you know what? Would they stand alone today? Would people actually come? Yeah, would actually people that. actually come for something original now? The problem is this: nobody has imaginations Mystic anymore. Manor. Yeah, but that's but again, that's in Asia where people still think. We don't think. We have a cell phone that thinks for us. Right. We're getting very broad here now, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, but we are true. a little bit. <laughs> but it's true. People don't have don't can't conceptualize something unless they see it for themselves now. That's the that's one of the biggest issues with this because they want to they want to see movie stuff they want to see IP stuff because that's the stuff that they're familiar with they don't yeah, have to conceptualize because something is what people want to see there are also things that are are things that people don't know that they want to see that's what we forget in all this discussion there's plenty that we would love that we can't conceive of ourselves because we're not the creative people. So, like, no, you, like, most of us can't sit here and think of what we want and have it be correct. It's, it shouldn't be our job to think of that. They should be doing it on their own. We so, any... what, we get Disco Yeti? Well, okay, the Yeti is, that's different. If the Yeti worked, we wouldn't be saying that. That's correct. And, th- and think about this, too, Dave. Like, so you're saying Disney is, is doing that because we can't think for ourselves, but then they're taking the opposite uh, stance when, with the resorts that they're building. Because the resorts aren't all IP all over the place all the time. 
And maybe they should be. You know, when I go to Disney World, I want to see Mickey Mouse, you know? Yeah, but you know what, though? Think of your most popular Disney resorts do not have Mickey Mouse all over the place. Polynesian, Contemporary, Beach Club. And you I don't have walk a problem with that, actually. But see, that's it. But see, most people then, but you're then the very big minority. I mean, the fact that I walked into Disney's Animal Kingdom a couple of weeks ago and Chip and Dale were meeting, I was very happy about that. It actually made me, it made my heart sing. Oh, but I don't think anyone's about that. Yeah, nobody's complaining about that. We're in the walking Tower, walking through the halls, there's this beautiful carpets, but there's obvious, there's obvious Mickey Mouse head and ears in them, and it just, it made me happy. The huge moral, the huge uh, mural of uh, Walt yeah, Disney with Mickey Mouse. Mansion. What are you talking about? <laughs> it made me happy. But you don't... We should, we should... Put some IP in Haunted Mansion. Let's, yeah, let's put let's, some IP everywhere. Let's make a nightmare before Christmas all the time. I'm IP fine with that. everywhere. I'm okay. fine with. I'm fine with. What? A, I'm, I'm fine with a nightmare before Christmas overlay. Not all year, but I'm fine with. An, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. All with, year, I want IP everywhere all the time. Well, well we could we could Jungle add book. we could getting add nauseous, Annie. We <laughs> could add we could add zero into the pet cemetery. I'll be all fine with that. I I want to confront you with the reality of what you're saying. That's all. You know what? If it has to be, it has to be. If it's one way or the other. I was going to comment on Pirates of the Caribbean, but I guess we're, we're already too late. <laughs> if we, if you want to throw, we'll throw, throw Eddie Murphy into the Haunted Mansion, be my oh guest. Oh my God, you're ruining it. Everything went <laughs> God, it's terrible. I don't believe you. I what we can do is make, we can, what we can do is we can put a gravestone with his name on it. Oh, I have no words right like now. Well, speaking of disasters, should we talk about the Skyliner now? Yeah, let's talk about that. I actually wrote on it before. I wrote on it before it broke. And not even... broke forever. So, can I tell my Skyliner story? So, I got on it. And we took it from Epcot International Gateway. And first of all, Jen and I, this was obviously the night of the last illumination. We were staying at the Walt Disney World Dolphins. I said, hey, let's walk over to Skyliner. We'll ride it for the first time. And we'll make our way over to... um, pop century art of animation and we'll go and uh go to the food court we'll just guess, grab some lunch and we'll kill two birds with one stone and we'll you know check out the skyliner so we got up in it waited maybe two minutes to get on it and i was like oh this is really cool we, we rode with a, a family of four and i was like wow you know it's pretty spacious inside nobody ever talked about the vents on the floor i was like wow that makes a huge difference as a motorcycle rider in Florida, it definitely felt like I was riding a motorcycle in Florida. Like I got, I'm used to that forced airflow when I got you know got my helmet on or my, my mesh jacket on. So for me, like it wasn't that hot, it wasn't that bad. And the vent, the, especially the airflow coming from underneath, like I said, it, that was a huge. I was like, wow, that really makes a difference. The views were fantastic. Now we get to Caribbean Beach, and the rest of it's not working. So now we're stuck at Caribbean Beach. So we got went and got a Joffrey's. Which, you know, Joffrey's is the official coffee of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Make sure you visit them at joffreyscoffeeandtea.com. I had uh, a nice coffee with Jen. Uh, we did not try the new um, uh, toffee-flavored coffee drink over there, but however, it looked really good, which is $5.89 if anybody's interested. But anyway, so uh, we got on a bus, and we took a bus over to Art of Animation because we were kind of committed already. So it was kind of disappointing that um, the Skyliner wasn't running. We had lunch. It still wasn't running. And it still wasn't running by the end of, later on at the end of the night. So it was kind of like, okay, this has been open for like two days or three days, and it's already like not working. So that was frustrating. 
Then I kind of giggled when I heard it was broke. Then I what what happened the other night with the accident? I wasn't happy that people were stranded on it. I thought that it was like in the middle of the night, whatever. But so I wasn't happy that people were stuck on it for a couple hours. That's not cool at all. Happy nobody was hurt about it. I'm just scratching my head, going, "Wow, like that's not the look that they want." Um, it's a cool system when it works. I think it's the reliability right now is as much as possibly the monorails maybe right now. I mean, because I've had worse luck with the Skyliner already than the monorails, but um, but just shout out. I'm glad everybody was okay. Who was stuck on it, but um, when it works, I think it's cool. If they can get it to be, <laughs> you know, flawless most of the time, but it's spotty right now at best. But Dave, what were your Dave? You already wrote it. What were your thoughts? I mean, you rewrote it during cast member previews. I know, and but I, uh, I wrote it last week also, and honestly. Um, I was surprised with the airflow, but again, I also wrote it on a cooler day, so I haven't uh, really wrote it during uh, the really uh, insane Hot. Orlando heat. So if it reopens, I'll get back to you on that one. I did notice it is a very nice breeze. However, it does depend on which way the wind blows because there was a time when we got to the turn station, we went the other way, and the breeze wasn't as pleasant. And it, it was still decent for the weather outside, but you could definitely feel more of a uh, airflow going one way than, than the other way with it. So that's something that I have to really look at for later on. Uh, I have to say that every time we were coming into a station, it was terrifying. I thought we were going to crash and obviously that's what eventually did happen, but it felt like if you, any of you have ever been to uh, Disney's California Adventure, it reminded me of Mickey's Wheel of Death, the swinging oh, ones. Oh, but Mickey's, there's nothing fun about Mickey's Fun Wheel, yes. whatever it's called now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's the worst thing ever. I would not ride that. I, 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 mean, really? I would go on it again. Annie, I mean, like I know you haven't so, had a chance so to ride it yet, but are, is the Skyliner? Is it? Will it make me motion sick? No, no. I don't. Uh, no. Okay. Mm. I, and honestly, you don't even, um, you don't even feel like you're like swaying like around. Like it was pretty smooth. Like the only rough part was coming into the station. That was really the only. Well, uh, the you, only rough did part. Did you stop midway through? Like were you stuck? No, in we, we we okay. We were flawless the whole time. Okay, so, so if you do if you do come to a stop. For any reason, you know, they're letting they're letting a handicapped person off, and they have to stop the system or something. Uh, when you do come to a stop, you will sway a bit. Does that happen to me? But I do get um, I do get a little motion sickness sometimes, Annie. Like even riding the train here in DC, mm -hmm. um, the metro drivers they're like on and off the gas, like it's like they're stuck in traffic. It's actually so bad. I've been like taking the bus to work, and it's been a much more pleasurable yeah. experience. No, I know what you mean. I get motion sick in traffic like that with the starting oh. and stopping. Yeah, it's terrible. So I mean, <laughs> so I'm really, I'm really. I'm really hoping, like, and I was on Resort Loop saying this, uh, kind of eating my words a little bit. Riviera looks fantastic. Uh, the Skyliner, I was really impressed with it. I thought it was really cool. Um, I just hope they get it to be, I hopefully it's just some bugs. I know it was a bad sensor they're saying. Uh, hopefully that they're doing all of the testing to get this so it doesn't ever happen again so that nobody's ever stuck on it like this again. Because I think it would be cool. And if it worked out well, this would be a great way, even though I'm very pro-monorail, but I know monorails are extremely expensive. 
to connect the rest of the property to each other, to connect Animal Kingdom Lodge, to connect uh, Disney Springs. Um, yeah, I've seen, you know, uh, Brandon from Mickey Views was talking about possibly expanding it, you know, just hypothetical things. It could be really cool if they can get this to work properly, but um, right now it's it's still new. Hopefully this is a, just a giant hiccup, but I did enjoy it, though. For the yeah, one ride. I, was I would cool. ride it if it continues to run reliably, but I do like I do get a little bit of claustrophobic phobia. So I'm sort of like, if if there was another thing where people got stuck, I probably okay. Would be so like, there's no. a way there's a way of dealing with that because I just I just don't like people. So I told them I told them that I have claustrophobia too, and they just put me with my party and they didn't put anybody else in to so just tell them that uh-huh. when you're going in. Worst okay, comes to worst. <laughs> what worst comes to worst, you tell them that and go in the handicap loading. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know the, like the accident, like people were stuck for a long time. The response was not real, was not great, really, in my opinion. Well, I, I will say, um, I will have to do, to defend the Reedy Creek and Orange County and Osceola. I think they did their best because but... you got to remember, there's only so many cherry pickers to go up and get. Oh yeah. So, and yeah, I mean, I there are problem, hundreds of cars on that line, you know. So it's like you can only go so fast. Um, I think maybe they need to expand uh, here if we don't have the the capacity to deal with something well, like this I'm also, more quickly than six cars in three hours. Yeah. Well, I'm slow. also wondering too if they were looking to see is was there a way to do a quick fix to get everybody down without having to actually go and evac them that way either so they went they I think they did right after i think they only evacuated six cars and then they were able to bring the rest of the cars in uh to the station and just unload i'm pretty sure that's what i had heard anyway so now i wonder what exactly happens to the workers over there do, do they have <coughs> are they getting like paid vacations or like do they like okay guess what your food service now or something like that they've all mysteriously disappeared dave <laughs> I do like their uniforms, though, or their costumes. I do like the Skyliner costumes. I'll give Disney credit on that one. I, I, like do, I really can't get over this accident. It was a week after it opened. It was so... I mean, this, I really think it's crazy. It just, I woke up... I wasn't on Twitter or anything that night, and I woke up the next morning like, what? <laughs> I just think it's so crazy that this happened. Well, I'm just, like I said, happy nobody... Uh, Nobody was hurt, you know, and, uh, you know, that they got everybody who needed to get down off crazy. of it. Two by two, they had to get them out. And that, man, that's just crazy. It's just, it's just between, you know, all of the bad press Disney's been getting with Galaxy's Edge attendance and now this on top of it, they haven't had a good. This is just of, the kind of thing that doesn't have, you know, it happens once a year, maybe some kind of incident. To, to this extent of the, you know, of course, no one's injured and stuff like that, but just the rescue, you know, quote unquote rescue effort and all that is just crazy. Okay, so I'm gonna make a, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make a uh, pie in the sky uh, prediction here. How do we get people to rewrite the Skyliner? Guess what? All Skyliner, uh, all, all Skyliner uh, resorts, free dining. Huh? But they have free dining right now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. Just, but watch, watch them create like a uh, a free dining promotion just for the resorts that are on the Skyliner. 
Oh, I saw someone suggest they just give you a cheese sandwich when you get on. I kind of liked that idea. I'd probably ride for a cheese sandwich. What kind of cheese, though? Uh, well, I mean, I'd be fine with American. Okay. Let's not play. But anyway, I, no, uh, no. If yeah. Reedy, if Reedy Creek is giving it out, it's got to be government cheese. <laughs> government cheese is good stuff, man. It's no better grilled cheese. They have another. Did you, on, on a side what? note, can I ask? Can I ask you a question, uh, Joe? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. When you were back on the, when you were back up north, did you ever go to that place municipality that had had government cheese in every dish? No, but I've heard I've heard of it, and I never got to go to it. Gotcha. Okay, sorry, Annie. No, but you it's missed out on your government cheese. No, but it's it's a it's a pretty cool concept, though. Yeah. <laughs> your fromage montage. So, um, yeah, like I, I, if they have a, another incident with the Skyliner, I don't know. Are they going to be able to just have it up and running normally? Because I feel like if anything else happens, it will be bad news for the Skyliner. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they can afford anything like anytime soon. If something else happens again, it's not going to be. Listen, they're not going to get rid of it. All right, they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars on this thing, if not more. I mean, so they're not getting rid of it, but they definitely don't want to have. And I don't want to have this thing fail, and then I have all these poles all over property with nothing hanging on it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, it's just a heck of a, it's it's just such bad luck to have this happen like a week after it opens seems so like, what's the deal with this, you know, but it could just truly be a fluke. It's just strange to me. Poor incident is strange. We will see. (laughs) Okay. What else you got? I only have two. I have uh, two words for the whole Skyliner. Yes. Womp womp. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Hakuna Matata, but all right. It's really just one word twice. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a big womp womp. You think it's going to recover? Like, are people going to be scared to ride it? Or of course people are going to be scared to ride it. And that might be the best thing, because if people are scared to ride it, those who actually want, actually want to get where they're going can get there faster because there'll be less of a line that's like, true have normal people heard about this is this oh yeah like this is this is news? this is all well, at least normies. at least in uh well at least in the orlando area it's been on it's been on the news every day huh yeah and uh, like there was a story about Reedy Creek Fire Department, the fire department talking about how uh, they they talked to uh, the ABC News uh, discreetly, saying that you know there's a good thing that no other disaster happened during this time because if they di- weren't able to, uh, if they if they if they had like two things going on at once, they wouldn't have been able to handle it. They've been asking for like I forty different that. firefighters and. They've been asking for 40, 40 new people, and they haven't been getting. They haven't got it, and they feel like that uh, if two things go on at the same time, they're not going to be able to uh, properly do their jobs. It's scary. Yeah. Like, like. So this has know. been a big thing like in the news problem. over here. I don't really um, like have regular TV or whatever, so I never know what 
what the regular people are hearing about. <laughs> yeah, I just I originally just connected my cable. I was only doing for the last two months. I was just doing uh, Netflix and Hulu, and I'm like, my I was going blind, like reading like the news on my phone. I'm like, I need to like get cable just so I can have a news show every day. At this point, I'm like, I'm missing not being able to watch the news. And now that I, I got my cable about maybe three weeks ago, and I just started using it last week. And it's like every time I turn on the news, this is like one of the first lead-in stories. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's not good. So what has Disney said at this point? Because the last time I followed it, all Disney was saying was that there was like a power failure. Pretty much. It was clearly not the case. Pretty much. They haven't given that one of their one of their skyliners one of their skyliner gondolas malfunctioned is the is the story they're giving. I guess that's not untrue. I wonder how long they had to sit around and think about how exactly they wanted to. I just wonder how many people this. got fired over this. Yeah, really. Well, because it, uh, I I don't know. I I read like you know. Um, speculation as to what happened but i guess we don't truly know what happened i don't know i don't i don't know fascinates me well any more thoughts on the skyliner gentlemen uh i have nothing further your honor (laughs) Mm. with this one i'm just a bird on a wire womp womp um, all right. Well, Joe, did you want to talk about your little trip or Rooney? Well, my, my little trip or my big trip? Either, uh, any old thing. Whatever well, I'll just add my two. You. I'll just add my two cents in. Like I said, uh, I Jen just and... wrote down whatever Joe's heart tells him for this part. So. Okay. So, um, I, I will real quick, uh, like I said, we stayed at, uh, Jen and I, I want to talk about the uh, just uh, about the Swan and Dolphin. Jen and I stayed there the, the night. Swalfin. Yes, the Swalfin. Uh, Jen and I stayed there the night of the final illuminations. Like I said, it was fantastic because I heard that it took over an hour to get out of the parking lot for everybody who drove <laughs> to the park. Yep. So uh, yeah, so that was That's pretty why bad. I but Ubered. Dave that was, was smart. smart. Well, so I was you... I was dumb because I got a ride home and I had to sit in it. But on the way over, I wasn't I wasn't going to be driving in that. I knew it was coming. Yeah, so it was super crowded. and uh, But however, it was nice just to walk out of the International Gateway over to the Swan and Dolphin. And uh, everybody kind of forgets about them, even though they're these giant teal and coral-colored hotels in between Boardwalk and uh, Yacht Club. Um, but it's definitely an option uh, if you're looking to go to Disney World. Uh, obviously, Dave might not like it because there's not a ton of IP theming all throughout the properties. However, um, you get a lot of the benefits uh, that you get as staying at a Walt Disney World resort. You get the you know, uh, the uh, theme park transportation uh, from uh, the different theme parks. Uh, you can walk to Epcot. You can walk to the Skyliner when it's running. You can walk to the studios. Um, you know, it's a it's a great option. They have a lot of deals for I know teachers and for. Uh, if you're a Marriott, it's a Mar- part of the Marriott Bonvoy collection. So if you've got status with Marriott or you like to collect Marriott points, um, the Dolphin is a Sheridan and the Swan is a Weston. So uh, they're just great options. Uh, we had a, we had a room. It was luckily it was uh, was just recently refurbished. I don't know when they did the Dolphin did their refurbishment, but it was nice. It was clean. Uh, the staff was fantastic. I don't know if it's because I have status with Marriott, but 
they couldn't do enough uh, for Jen and I when we checked in. So um, it's just another option that we went and used the pool. Um, we never used the pool to spawn a dolphin, like the grotto pool. Awesome pool. It was nice and quiet. It felt very more adulty. That's even a word. It wasn't a ton of like kids. It was just kind of like laid back. They had like good, uh, you know, waitress and bar service uh, poolside, small little water slide, a nice uh, waterfall. It was a nice relaxing afternoon. Um, but yeah, just uh, want to talk a little bit about that. Give it, give it a shot if uh, you know if you do, you know, earn Marriott points. Uh, sometimes you could stay that close to Epcot or the studios and not pay the huge prices that you're paying at Boardwalk or Yacht and Beach Club. Just they realize. do charge. Oh. They do. Let's say they do charge um, resort fees. Uh, so it's usually a thirty. Empire. Dave, I was just like he told me the other episode. Dave, let me finish. They charge $25 to park and they charge $30 um, resort amenity fee, which includes Wi-Fi and it includes uh, 30 minute swan boat rentals and a couple other things like some s'mores and there's a discount uh, for the spa. I think the s'mores that they have like, yeah, they, they, I think yeah, you can, I think it's like they give you like the stuff to make it. I don't know. We didn't see any place to do it, but it was listed in the brochure, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, still, sometimes they'll still so they do the math. They swindled you out of money for. I'd be like, I want my s'mores. I paid wow. for them. Where are my s'mores? That's you, right. made, I have... you made promises of a s'mores nature. Now, give me my s'mores. That's all right. I had nice drinks sent up to my room. I have titanium status with them. So it was, <laughs> they were quite nice to me. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so Swan and Dolphin just wanted to mention it. Um, it's a good option right in front There's of you. There's a karaoke bar in one of them. Yes, it's a nice place. And I think they, and I think they Kimono, have probably sorry. some of the kimonos. They probably have some of the better restaurants around, like El Molino. Hey. I, can't, I never. I, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Now people nope. do this to me all the time, so you go ahead. I just want you all to know how it feels. So go ahead, and then I'll say what I have to say. Um, I'm enjoying this immensely. <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Go, Joey. We, we, we enjoyed our stay. That's all I got. So, uh, If you do like seafood, go to Blue Zoo. It is an amazing restaurant. But I will say one thing. Even though geographically you're on Disney property, when you're at the Swan and Dolphin, you ain't in Disney anymore. Last time I stayed there, the, the, movie, the movie out at the pool was Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. That would be strange. Yeah. Like to walk from Epcot into the pool to watch Hotel Transylvania. Gas. I don't think I've ever gone into the Swan Dolphin besides to do karaoke. They also they also have a killer Christmas display in both of them. Ooh, worth going to that's a hot tip too and I think like they do like um, I, th- I think like on if you're staying there on Christmas Eve or something what's really cool they do like uh, tuck-ins with Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus for the kids aww that's really cute yeah that's really cool that's super cute and they have a food what? and wine classic what is that? It's this party that they have, like their own food and wine festival during, food, like the end of food and wine, oh. and people say that it is absolutely amazing. 
I remember reading about that at some point in my life. I really mentioned it. I never been, but it's it's on the bucket list. I'm not doing it. Th- I'm not doing it this year because the money that I was going to spend on that, I'm going to go to Mickey's very merry Christmas party instead. With the way they keep raising prices, the Swan and Dolphin are going to start looking better and better. I bet, as far as Epcot mm-hmm. resorts go. Just as, just remember to add in that thirty dollar resort fee and that parking fee and well i never i never park that's good personally but you know obviously you know, other people do <laughs> and the other issue is uh no magical express so if you're gonna do it i i've actually told people the night you're coming in stay at um, stay at an all-star and then basically take magical express and then move over there the next day and then the last night, well, go back to go back to a value. Magical Express kind of sucks at all those Epcot resorts anyway. Last time I was there, I stayed at Boardwalk, and I don't think I used... Well, I guess I must have to go to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> they need gondolas. Yeah. Well, if, magical as long as the gondolas keep working, yeah. I would love more. Well, Magical Express is the uh, airport pickup, not the... Oh, yeah. oh my God. I'll be all right. <laughs> This is what happens after 9 p.m. to me. Now, th- those are the buses that I cut off on 417 every day on my way home from work. <laughs> I can't imagine seeing Disney buses on my daily commute. It would be so strange. I gave one the finger a couple days ago. <laughs> That's not magical. Yeah, I know. Well, the guy, the guy was not magically driving. I think he had too many shrooms at Pixie Hollow. Oh, good gosh. Is that what they do there in Pixie Hollow? Yes. That explains a lot. Well, does anyone have anything else they'd like to add? Just that I'm awesome. (laughs) Well, okay, there you have it. Dave is awesome. It's canon now. All right. Well, if you'd like to follow the podcast on Facebook, you can do so. Just search Mickey Dudes Podcast and you'll find us. You can look on Twitter at Mickey Dudes Podcast and there we are. You can get on Instagram and look at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and there we are. Anywhere you want to go, you can find us. If you want to find me anywhere, social media is sold. You can find me at DJ Phobe, DJ PHOB. All right. Dave, where can they find you? On Instagram, you can find me at Figments Reality. That's it. <laughs> well, I hardly ever look at my Twitter. <laughs> I get, I get nine thousand uh, notifications about other people tweeting us about, about stuff that I don't care about, <laughs> and it's like, okay, That's whatever. So, so I just, I forget about it, and I just don't look at it. I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Twitter guy. All right, fair. So, if but you, you can find me at Figments Reality. Instagram or bust. All right, Joe. Where can they find you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Joe Quai. You can also find me over at the ResortLoop.com DVC Roundtable. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Have a magical day.
you've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. So one of you take a talk. One of you take a speak. One of you speak. Dave is wrong. Dave is wrong. Dave is wrong. Dave is wrong. <laughs> Dave is wrong. Dave spends too much time in the parks. Take a break, Dave. Dave is wrong. So let's get started. Five. Four. Oh, wait a three. minute. Annie's, Annie's hosting, so we're going to have to do Annie, uh... are you okay? So Annie, are you okay? Oh, God. Uh, wait, before we start, though, Joe, where I can't remember where you are. Where I'm in, your... right now. You can just say I'm in Washington, D.C. right now. It's okay. fine. Do, do, do. Da, da, da. I was kind of ripping off the uh, Doug Green here. Uh, okay. No, no Disney. Well, I guess Doug is Disney. Okay, anyway, I'll stop that one. All right, are we ready? Yes, we are. All right.